What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm. All right, let's see. Griffin, what up? What up? What up? What up? Phil, what up? Andrew, what is good? Seth, Brian, <laughs> LOL, <laughs> Mike, what up? What are they doing? Jess, what up? What up, Seth? Justin, Coop, Billy. Mike, what up, man? Man, I'm running errands right now. I'm trying to gotta send off these uh, tax docs and whatnot. I'm about to get up Starbucks. Um, and then uh, that I see on Twitter that uh, it was official with it was official with Giles. So <clears throat> just want to come on here and just to just to see what people thought just to see where their head is at, where their mind is at. I know it's March and basketball is in the Elite Eight. I get it. Um, Michigan women just lost a close one in the Sweet 16. Um, but understand that we could multitask. Like, that's that's easy. You know what I mean? Like, we could do multiple things at once. And um, there's, there, there's a lot of uh, – there's a lot of uh, – there's, there's a lot of Michigan fans, and, you know, not everybody is, you know, hell-bent on just basketball. You know what I mean? So, uh, if you have any um, if you have any type of uh, feedback about the situation, let me know. Uh, come up and, you know, share what you think or and share your thoughts or anything like that. This is always an open forum. This is always an open forum, and you know your your opinions are always welcome. No matter yeah, what, can you hear me? And we'll talk. Yeah, what up, Kyle? What up, Preston? What's up? Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, man, chilling. So, what you think about this news? Say it again. What do you think about uh, Giles leaving? I mean, honestly, um, from everything that I've pretty much read. Um, this has been kind of a, a thing for a while. Uh, apparently, he had he had surgery, and then when he came back, he was running with the second team. So um, it turns out that like the the receiving core at Michigan, uh, I think is pretty freaking good. Um, I think it's one of the rare positions right now that has a tremendous amount of talent depth. Um, 
So it's tough because, you know, he was in a very electric player in special teams, um, and that's going to suck. But, you know, from just an offensive standpoint, uh, I think they'll be fine, honestly. I got a question for you, though. Why does everyone in Michigan not like James Yoder? Well, because – all right, so they don't – they don't like Yoder um, because of a couple of reasons. One, he 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 doesn't go by status quo, right? That's one. Two, um, he at he at times um, he does. There's like a line. He does cross that line often, and some yeah. people don't care about it. Some people do care about it. Others are indifferent. And you can kind of let him speak for yourself because he just requested to come up here. Well, my thing is, is that, like, a lot of people are like, no, he don't know what he's saying. But, like, even last year with Tyreek Black, he broke that. And Tyreek himself was like, I'm not leaving. And then look what happened. And he called this days ago. So I'm just like, yo, what's going on here? Like, Well, you could just ask him because. Yeah, what up? <laughs> what up? What up? Um. Yeah, oh, <laughs> um, I, I think I think Ann hit it right on the on the uh, the head. Is that over the last three or four years, I'll get the word on it. I'll confirm almost a certainty on a story, and I don't care if the player or the coach or anything wants to keep it quiet for another month, two months, day. If I know it and I feel that it's going to absolutely happen, I will put it out there, and that's it. And so, like I think where Ant mentioned is status quo is. Everybody else, local media's blogs, they want to go in and, you know, slap hands with Harbaugh at press conferences. Well, I don't care about that. And they'll just wait until an official release. And so what you get there, in my opinion, is you've got 20 people putting out information on Michigan football who are exact copycats of each other. There's no differentiation. And that's kind of where I think I try to be different is just roll with something if I'm absolutely confident that it's true. Yeah, And that whether... And that's whether, you know, like, Yoder, you you could probably admit to this as well. Like, you do jump that gun a bit, and, you're, and you've also been, been kind of burned a few times too. But you're not but, – but you keep shooting. You know what I mean? You don't just stop shooting. You keep doing what so, you do. My miss rate's really low, though. It's really low when I put have a take. Like, I had a good run there. Like, 2019-18, I was, like – like eight for eight on like big ass stories. Now I've like, I think just by, you know, not really caring that much anymore. I've, I've stopped over the past year, like really trying to get ahead of stories just because, you know, I don't know if I really want to deal with some of the pushback sometimes, but like when something's super obvious and I talk to like a parent of a player and they're like, Oh yeah, I asked my son and yeah, he's going like, there's no reason for me to hold that back in my opinion. I mean, dude, when you have Michigan coming out and they're like, yo, we don't know where this guy's getting his information at, like, that's kind of, like, I mean, that's impressive to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be seen as a badge of honor by some. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what's funny is, like, this Giles situation, I'll be frank, um, I, I was caught off guard by it. I know Ant said a few minutes ago about the surgery and the too deep, but, like, it's a real weird situation. Like, he was a starter as a true sophomore, and now that, you know, he's going to be gone. Um, I actually – and I, I kind of disagree with you that Michigan's receivers are really good. I think they got a lot of them that were good recruits, but, like, the stats haven't been there. I mean, it's been Ronnie Bell and, and a bunch of scrubs. If you look at the stats and you're just objective about it. 
I mean, wherever Kyle Jackson goes, they're going to get a, a dog. I really like him. Like, special teams, like, receiver. Like, whenever he's on the field, I mean, dude, you have to know where he is. And, like, I just hope he's that that's electric. Slow him down. He's electric, man. And, you know, he had the – he had that mentality um, of not being afraid of the moment. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, like, at times he would, like, do something – something crazy but it's like you kind of let that go because you know that he can go off for a crazy return at any given point so i feel you there, that feel you there. <laughs> if you look at it though like giles never seemed like super happy when he's like at michigan either like he was never like in the spotlight i mean he's in the spotlight for like return wise but like in terms of like him being a wide receiver like he never got open because there weren't like the big play guys on the outside of him because like he doesn't i mean he's fast and all but like he doesn't have like like, he's not getting the targets every single game. Like, you saw last – like, this past year. I mean, it was rough, like, the whole quarterback situation. But, like, he wasn't, like, having big games or anything or anything. Like, it was always Cornelius Johnson or something. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is, like, we think the season opener was five months and five days ago, right? Like, October 24th season opener. Michigan had a redshirt sophomore QB, a, a couple of sophomore running backs. And I think Charbonnet, in my opinion, was probably considered the starter – and Giles Jackson as one of the starting receivers in five months and a couple of days, all those guys are gone. Right. It's like, it's pretty unprecedented. You will not see that at other schools right now. Imagine Ohio state's true sophomore running back, true sophomore wide receiver and redshirt sophomore quarterback from their opener all transferred. Like we'd be like, what, what's going on with this program? They have, they have completely lost, um, you know, lost their way. Um, you know, Harbaugh's lost the team. I'm not saying that's the case here, but it is pretty unprecedented how many, impact guys are leaving it's not like it's a bunch of you know uh you know low three-star guys that are fifth in the depth chart these are starters that are leaving and 12 in five months it's, it's a pretty big deal not 12 starters but 12 players uh you know since the start of the semester the fall semester is a pretty big deal in my opinion now has has charbonnet announced where he's transferring to ucla, yeah, UCLA. how about milton nope nothing yet okay nothing yet yeah UCLA for Charbonnet. Okay. Yeah, a hometown play. I mean, he probably wanted to go there in the first place. I'm not sure why he didn't, but um, maybe because of the offense they're running. I'm not sure, but um, you know, Milton could end up being one of these guys. I'm sure he'll eventually catch on somewhere, and this will turn out to be a bad take. But we'll see a lot of guys. Milton could be one of them that just do not get a school this semester, this this next coming season, right? Because there's a scholarship crunch with. Everybody being able to return for an additional year if they want. It didn't 2020 didn't count against eligibility. Um, there's now a scholarship crunch for 2021 if you want to still bring in a full class and have a bunch of guys stay for their fifth or sixth year. That I don't think incoming transfers are going to be as widely accepted as, as we all you know normally think they will. Joe Milton, Joe Milton to me is like interesting because this like dude has an arm on him. And, like, he's the only guy I know that can overthrow somebody, like, 70 yards down the field. You know what I mean? Like, dude, that is insane. <laughs> but see where he goes. His talent is nuts, yeah. What was that? His talent is nuts. Like, I don't think anybody questioned his talent or his arm strength. It was, like, all the, like, in between the, like, small things with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I mean, I look at that MSU game, like, when he's like, yo, I didn't know who, like, Antoine Simmons was, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, that to me was, like, 
was that a shot at MSU? Was that like, did you not like look at the depth chart? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why would you say something like that if you know what I mean? And it, it showed me he wasn't see, like, prepared at all, right? On. And what happened? I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I just felt like he wasn't fully. I just, I don't know, like, his confidence just went down the drain, I feel like, to be honest with you. No doubt. I mean, the fun you said about Antoine, Antoine Simmons, right? Yeah, Michigan State. Like, Milton seemed like he wasn't prepared if he didn't know who clearly the best player was, who was also from Ann Arbor. So every news clipping leading up to the week in that game is that, you know, Simmons is going to try and, you know, take take advantage, you know, go, returning to Michigan for his final game after Michigan didn't offer him a scholarship. Like, it, it probably would have taken a lot of ignoring everything coaching and just as a personal as a human for Milton to not know who he was so him saying that I think was super surprising so either he was just kind of being coy or you know was unprepared for that game when he when he mentioned that but like Simmons had just an absurd game against Michigan I can't believe that your starting quarterback wouldn't know to keep an eye out for him you know pre-snap um it's interesting so I mean the question I have the reason I jumped on it when I saw you uh post this is does anyone think Michigan is better than a five and seventeen next year at this point? Like, I don't see it. Like, I just, it's when you start looking at the depth chart, it's kind of scary. Like, it's one of the, it's it's rich rod level, I think, in some positions. Yeah, yeah like I just got the news about um about uh Rocket Watch transferring as well too. So, um, the thing with the thing coming up this year, um, you know, I don't think anybody is expecting Michigan to run the table, go 12-0 or anything like that. All they want to see is some type of improvement within the program and then kind of go go from there. Like, yeah, beat Ohio State, that, that, that's always going to be a thing. But, you know, just being just being real, like, you know, going – Going eight and four or nine and three would be a win next year. After mm-hmm. going two and four, um, and those are just building blocks that like you kind of have to um, just you know take from like year to year. Yeah, the, the, the this is what like, year I, six I, or seven? seven, year six or seven, seven. Yes, yeah, so, like year seven. I mean, that kind of sucks that we're still in this type of like rebuild mode when um, you know when like we had some. We had some pretty good teams the first couple years and then kind of started this trajectory downward. And then in 18 and 19, we were also solid, but um, but just couldn't win the games that mattered, really. And that was the Ohio State game. And I believe in one one of those games, Michigan was favored by, I believe, one or one or two points. Um, Yeah, 2018, they went in. I think it was a three and a half at game time, if I recall. Yeah. So, I mean. You win that game, you go to the Big Ten championship, right? And you win the Big Ten championship, you, you probably find yourself in the um, in the um, CFP as a as a three or four. I mean, four years in, I mean, after the eighteen season, the knock is he can't beat Ohio State, and he you know they showed up in Columbus favored, couldn't get it done twice with a you know chance to go to the CFP on the line in 2016, 2018. That's the knock. But since then, I mean. 2019, with all those guys, Tariq and DPJ and Nico Collins, all those guys come back and Shea, you know, at QB and bringing Gaddis, like that was a, such a dud that season. That first six games, the offense was was 
abysmal. And then you followed up with 2020. Now all those trends that were looking okay, it's like, okay, he can't beat Ohio State, but like he's 2-1 and one against Penn State. He's 2-1 and one against Wisconsin. He, he beats these teams. Now you look at it and it's like, oh, wow, he's lost 3-4 or four to Penn State. Oh, he's lost 3-4 or four to Wisconsin. Oh, he's 3-3 three and three against Michigan State, including maybe their worst team in a decade this year that they lost to. Um, now it's like, what are you holding your, what are you hanging your hat on as a fan? And look, I am ecstatic about the Michigan basketball team because they're winning and they're 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 living up to what I think they can and should be as a program from the basketball perspective. So, like, why why am I down on Michigan football sometimes? Because I know it's not a two and four team. I know it's not a team that should lose to to the levels they have. Like Wisconsin, two years in a row, you're down like thirty plus points at halftime. Like that just does not right. com- compute in my head. And so. With all the guys that have left and this huge coaching staff turnover, I mean, I, I am I, I am so nervous that this year is just going to fall off a cliff even worse than next year's would. I mean, game two is going to be against a top 20 team, uh, Washington, at home. And if you lose that one by, like, you know, with a true freshman quarterback or something like that, if you lose that one, like, 35 to 14, I can't even uh, begin to, like, the, the boo birds will be out if fans are in the stands, but, like, the vitriol on the internet is just going to be unimaginable if you fall up a two and four season and get blown out at home in your second game. To me, I think it it's the perfect time to let JJ McCarthy start. I mean, the low expectations have to be low, especially after mm-hmm. last year. And just, I think you got to put all the chips in on McCarthy here because you look at who who succeeds. Alabama, top to bottom, they just get the recruits, but. You have Trevor Lawrence. That Clemson team, I don't think it was as strong top to bottom as usual, but you have a quarter like quarterback like that, Ohio State, Justin Fields, yada, yada, yada. But Harbaugh, you can say he does all this, but you need a quarterback. And the way they talk about McCarthy seems like the closest thing that we have to get a quarterback to that level. I think this year, with how everything went, if you start him, let him get experienced, and then one, two years, then then he becomes a stud. I think that is about the only way that Harbaugh turns this around. For sure. Um, all right, Ant, guys, I got a jet. I popped down for a few when I had it, but I got to go. Good, uh, good chat, Ant. Thanks for, uh, for for tapping me in to be uh, to be a speaker. Appreciate it. I appreciate you as always, man. This is an open forum for anybody. Um, if if James is up here and you don't like James and you want to tell him to his face what you really think, request to speak. Like no this is a, do it. <laughs> this is an open this is an open forum. Like this is an an an, an open forum where you can air out your grievances. Uh just keep it all respectful. But now we're gonna kind of change gears here. Um and we're gonna start this whole thing about Rocket Watts. So Rocket Watts has entered the transfer portal um, as of the last few minutes, man. Um, Rocket was um, this was this was like always up in the air of whether Rocket would come back or not, especially with Rocket's last week or two, um, especially with his his um, his you know moment with you know Tom Izzo. Um, but yeah, he's in the transfer portal now, and that comes just a couple days after uh, Tyshawn Walker Walker committed to Michigan State. Um, the transfer from uh, Northeastern, who averages over 18 a game, 
So I'm interested to like hear you guys' thoughts on all that. Hey, man, what's going on? At this point, when it comes to transferring, whether it's football, basketball, you got to just not even waste your time trying to ask yourself why, <laughs> because it's, it's, it's crazy. And then I guess my thing is for him, like, why transfer? I don't just go to the, put your name in the hat, go to the league. And then if that doesn't work out, you go to the G League, work, you know, like the you, you're, you're the starting, I guess, combo guard or whatever. It, I just don't see the point of transferring. Whether he's a sophomore, it's like how bad can it be that either one more year there because it's basketball, like bro, you can leave whenever you want. So I I just don't see a player of his athleticism, his his uh, recruiting pedigree. It's just like yo, you're the starting guard. How bad could it be? You never got in the doghouse enough to not play. <laughs> so regardless of what you had going on with the coach, he was still playing you. Like I can see if he if you got in the doghouse and you were riding the bench, and it's like, all right, I'm out of here. Then that writing's on the wall. Everybody knows that as the season is happening where you're not playing. But to end the season as a starting point guard, and then you just say, I'm out of here. I I don't know. It, it's just like the transferring thing, you know, like he's like the uh, the other guy just said you hopped off. Not so much for basketball, but maybe basketball too, with the player's ability like this year doesn't count for nobody. It, a lot of these guys, man, it's going to be like, where do I go? How do I – where's the options at? And I just – for basketball, I'm just like, if it's that bad where you are, just go to the league. <laughs> like, like, go go for it. I mean, you're, you're – you know, he's athletic. He, he has game. I think that he probably, you know, probably should have never went to Michigan State from the beginning based on the way they play and based on his skill set. Exactly. That's the problem right there is like yep. – yeah, yeah, you you made the wrong choice recruiting wise. So it's like, well, fuck it, man. You know what? Obviously, whoever gave you the advice to go to Michigan State, that's probably the same people in here now. They probably gonna give you the wrong advice for another option. Like, well, just go to the league. If if, if, if it's that place, he's what? Hey, how tall is he? Six three? He's like legit height. Was he six three? Six, six, I'm six, six five, six six. No, no, no. Not you. How tall is Rocky? I know you. Oh, six, him. Three. He's about six two. Six, okay, six, yeah. Six, three. All right, so you're six two, six three. So you can play that you can play that combo guard in NBA now, right? Like like you, you can be the point guard and still be and still not have to worry about running the team basically. You know, so I just don't see it. He made the wrong decision out the gate. And I, I don't know why any type of player of his the way he plays, he would go to Michigan State. They don't yeah, like Blake that's what I'll, I'll give you I'll give you some pushback on that being and maybe Carter comes up and he can talk about it too, being yeah, that I want to talk about it right after you. Yeah. Um I always thought that Rocket was the wrong fit at MSU. Like, I just never figured out a world where it would make sense. He's 6'2", so he can't really be a two-guard, but he basically is a two-guard, right? Like, that's yep. that's the thing, especially yep, in the Yep, he's a combo guard, yep. Um, and, it's, and the thing about being a quote-unquote combo guard is he doesn't have the point guard skills. So he's not even really a combo guard. Like, he doesn't do the point guard thing. We tried to get him to do it this year. Granted, it was a COVID year, so that's tough to do. Like, it's a tough transition to try to be a co- point guard in a COVID summer. But he was absolutely awful at it. Like, he couldn't really make reads out of pick and roll, so he was basically just getting the ball to try to score himself. Um, So I kind of thought it was coming the whole way. Um, It made a ton of sense. And, I mean, the best of luck to him, right? I think, I think a school that kind of makes sense, especially with how they play, uh, I thought about it before. It would be Alabama, the NATO connection, um, going to Michigan, being from Michigan, kind of being from the Metro Detroit area. 
Um, their play style is super ISO ball related. Um, basically, it's just get out of the way and go score. So I think Alabama makes sense from a school standpoint for him. Uh, but the best of luck to him. I never thought the fit would happen at Michigan State. Um, but we'll see what happens for him. Uh, we've listened to nothing. Okay. Mine's going to be super quick. Um, all the, so, the, so, he was, so let's go back. He was great in 89. He was one in the state. He was three regional, six at his position, which they have him listed as a shooting guard. He was he got off from Oregon, Missouri, Connecticut, USC, Minnesota, Marquette, Louisville, Florida State, and then Michigan State. Those are all the schools, the high-rated schools that he got offered. Obviously, he had more offers. He strived his first year. He thrived off the defense. He's a great defensive player. He did a lot of good things his freshman year, really downgraded his second year. The fit to Alabama works. I'm not sure if Quinterly is going to stay, but that fits his style. Would not be surprised if Shaka Smart um, tries to ask him um, to come up to Marquette since he was offered before. Obviously, Shaka was at Texas. At Texas. So I don't get the fit. This comes back to like Jabari Parker, and I'm not comparing the players, but everyone was mad that he didn't go to Michigan State. Michigan State just doesn't do well with five stars. That's not a knock. That's just not being disrespectful. That's just seeing the the history behind it. They don't really do well with five stars. So that's why you really can't fault all these players that don't want to go, and then they go somewhere else. But I feel as if he's going to fit wherever he goes. He's a defensive first point, uh, shooting guard. He needs to go somewhere where he can thrive off his defense to, to create his own offense, if that makes I sense. I mean, I have some pushback for that. Miles and Jared Jackson were lottery picks. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're lottery picks. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. They're lottery <laughs> picks. Yes, but would would he have gotten better? That's what I'm saying. Like like even a little bit better. Obviously, yes, they're lottery picks. Jaron, that was a that was a good fit. But with Those Jabari, guys would have been lottery picks any school they go. Exactly. I, yes, I mean, that's yes. the same thing with any lottery pick, yes, though. Exactly. Any lottery pick would be lottery picks any school yes. they went to. Yes, yes, exactly. But Rocket just never fit. They. I, always... I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. But yeah. also, he's not like some five star guy, right? So no, 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 no. He was a no, no, no. He was a four. He was a four. But what I'm just saying is, I'm just trying to basically compare and contrast at the same time. His style just never fit. That he strives off defense, it does, but he can't play the point guard position. And I think you guys saw that. I saw that. Everyone saw that. And obviously, this was a stressful year for him this year because he couldn't obviously have all that time to get better. Aaron, Joe, what up? You guys there? Aaron? Joe? Yeah, man. Um, I'll just I'll just ask Ant, Ant how'd you feel about it? Because I think I think we were on the same side. Like it just made no sense fit wise. And I was expecting about the Rocket Watch thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean Cats in Detroit said it from the get go, like why did he go there? So look, so look so I, I haven't heard I haven't heard the last five minutes of conversation because I was ordering my uh Starbucks. So sorry if I repeat anything. Um but yo, 
him going there just didn't make sense. Like playing style, like none of it, none of it. And, um, and that's what dudes in Detroit have been saying for a long time. Like him going there, the playing style, the way that they, they uh, need to be coached. It just wasn't, it just wasn't a fit. And then, and then they tried to turn him into a, a point guard. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like this dude is like a Lou Williams type. Like that's his mentality yeah. Yeah. to come in and be a volume scorer. Like we get it. He's, he's not going to come in the game and be a 50, 40, 90 guy. Like he's going to be like a 42, like 36, 37, but he's going to be able to go off at times and he's still going to get hits because he's going to be able to still attack get to the free throw line, and that's where you see his points going up. But there was no room for him like that. Yeah, ideally at Michigan State, Rocket was a sixth man off a bench, right? And just a guy Mm -hmm. who gets you 10, 12, 15 points, just keeps your bench units afloat, right? Like, ideally... He needs a different type of coach. Like, he needs a more of a coach that encourages him. Like, he gets down on himself way too much. I was just about to say that, and you might have more insight on this, but, like, I don't know from either your playing days or, you know, communication with guys around the Michigan State um, program. I feel like there's just something about Izzo where he is, like, the anti-motivator. I mean, maybe that's – I don't know. Maybe that's just because – I don't know about that. I I don't know about that. I feel like Michigan State's been playing the same brand of basketball. Since Mateen yeah. Cleveland and won a championship, yeah, yep. and he, I think he's gotten, he he's gotten to the guys. No, he doesn't develop at all, at all. Like he, he, and he, this he kind of goes the same back to they you can't play basketball this, like that in 2021. <laughs> and this goes back to them needing a dude like, like Akilah said it for a while, a guy like Drew Valentine on yes. staff. Someone who could at least connect with these young dudes. Like, hey, look, this is what he's saying, but this is what he means. So, look, just, you know, you know, you know, cut out all the bullshit he's talking about and really get to what the point is. Fight me to get the fuck out of here, Carter. I see see you in the – get him out. They let Uh, you walk right out the door. So, let me ask you a question, anybody else. Is Pierre Douglas having second thoughts? Pierre Brooks? Pierre Douglas. Pierre right. Brooks. Oh, he Absolutely not. Uh, he Pierre Brooks no from Douglas. <laughs> yeah, he went to, sorry, he's bro. from Douglas Academy, yeah, but yeah, he yeah. has zero shot. He has zero shot of them. And he wants to be at Michigan State. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. He's, but Akil, he's a bigger, Akil. stronger, more athletic Josh Langford. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Akil, all of that. I, what's up? I do have to ask you this, though. Is the idea of Michigan State basketball different from realistic what it is once you get there? Ooh. You see what I'm that's, saying? That's, so I'll say I'll, I'll agree with you in, in some ways. Um, it's, I agree with I agree with Mike. His his. If, if you think about it, for Michigan uh, State, that, right? That, that? I'll I'll go and then I'll throw myself on huh. mute and I'll pass it to you, Blake. Okay. Um, I say I'll say this. I agree with what Michael said. Right? His his resume speaks for himself. Right? He just got us to a Final Four, like just got us to a Final Four, and it sucks to keep seeing UCLA mm-hmm. win. Because we were up five and we were a box out and a rebound away from beating them, right? Like, 
that's insane to keep thinking about. I will say there is some pushback for me on my end, at least being the Michigan State guy, where I like to see them change up their play style a bit. Like, I just want us to see to see us play four guards in one big. Like, I want to see that. Like, I really do. We had the opportunity in 2018 when we had Jaron Jackson. Like, we could have played Cassius, Josh Langford, Matt McQuaid, Miles at the four, and then Jaron at the five. Yeah. But he just loved the like idea a lot. What's up? Miles my, my, is like the perfect, was the perfect college four. power yeah. forward, too. Perfect forward. He's, yeah, he's, that, he's, so been killing, he's been killing the NBA as a small ball forward, too. Like, he's dominated the NBA as a small ball four. So I always wanted that, right? Um, but the thing is, Tom loves to throw two bigs out there at once. Like, that is his thing. It's what he did. And the one year where we didn't play two bigs at once was 2019. And then we rattled off a Final Four run because we basically just said, let's just run catches, XD, ball screens to death, and nobody will be able to guard it. So it's... It's tough. I think the idea of Michigan State as a program is definitely way better than the product right now. Um, so I would like to see us play more modern, but is that something he'd ever do? Who knows, right? Because like next year, I keep thinking about it, but being able to play Tyson Walker next to Jaden Aikens next to Max Christie would be a ton of fun to watch. Like you'd be able to get a ton of buckets. Like you'd be able to score a lot. You'd be super up tempo, but would his ever really be sacrificing some defense to do that? Oh yeah, he would be sacrificing a lot of defense. Who who knows, right? Like who knows? Uh, so I think yes, and you do have some something with that where the idea of Michigan State is better than actually what's out at the floor right now. But he also did rattle off three back to back Big Ten championships and a Final Four in the last full year that we had basketball, right? So I know I think right. that's, kill, that's the kill. other pushback as well. Kill with with Michigan State, you guys are past like celebrating those things. Like the whole thing for your fan base is to get Izzo his second championship, right? Oh, absolutely. So, it's been twenty years. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, how, how are you going to do that? How, how are you going to do that if you don't adapt? Like that. I think that's like the missing step right there. Like he's fighting. There, that there, there definitely is. There definitely is some adaptation, but also Lee, like forty-five percent of winning a national championship in college basketball has to do with luck, right? Like there is a lot of luck that goes into winning a national championship. To hold, so to hold that against him is kind of tough. Oh, like, man. of course he wants that team, one. That team that he had with with Miles and Cassius and those guys, there's no excuse to lose to Syracuse, man. That Like, there that's was. not luck. That's just... There wasn't. That's not luck, man. I, I guess oh, the way I could have... Syracuse, we also shot three for 21 from three. Yeah. Like, I have that's Ben Carter out there and playing... And playing two bigs out there, like, that's we, That's problem. way below statistical line, mean, right? Like, if that's line, at yeah. average, that's a win. We lost by three points. We shot three for 21 from three. Sure, I feel that, like the way that Izzo handles stuff is that the, he, he almost has to have everything aligned for them to have a run. And other teams can develop around, you know, when things aren't going well, they have alternate ways to win games. And I feel like with him, yes, when everything aligns, they go to, like, Final Four championship stuff. But I feel like it's incredibly hard to have that be the reliance every single time. Like, that's why I feel like they lose sometimes early. Maybe that's a wrong interpretation. I'm curious to what you think about that. But I think I think it's matchups, right? Like, and a lot of it, you look at you look at Middle Tennessee State. They got the lights out. We were stuck playing two bigs, and De- Deontay Davis couldn't play basketball, so that was a loss. Like 
and then Syracuse, we did not decide to make any three-pointers at all, um, and then we lose. So I think there is some of that as well, um, but Carter Carter's up here now. So Carter, Carter, how do you feel in general about Rocket transferring? Because I thought time it was just time for that to happen. Like, it made sense. Ideally, I wish he was a volume scorer, like you said, but it was just more volume shooter. Um, I mean, it was my 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 theory on it is I don't like to put it on like all on Rocket and all on Izzo. Like, if people are deciding like is it Izzo that ruined Rocket or Rocket that just ain't getting it done? To me, it's a little bit of both. Uh, Rocket should he shouldn't have went to state in the first place. Like it literally could made zero online. sense. That's and like that's, and, that's, and that's coming from me. Like I'm a state that's fan. Everybody. I'm a state fan, and I knew that it wasn't going to work. I literally I'm like from the Detroit Thanks, metro area, and I've seen Rocket play, and I've seen like his game. It wasn't going to fit. He needs a system where he can literally just gun and shoot and not worry about anything going on. And he can't. I don't know if Michigan State's ever had a player who just gunned. I mean, I really can't even think think back on a player we had like that who was just a volume score. It's just not Kaylee, really Kaylen happened. Lucas. Kaylen Lucas was kind of that scoring yeah. point guard who just gunned Ooh, quite a bit. Before, before yeah, oh, that but, ankle injury, man. But I mean, but he was pretty efficient though. I mean, yeah, I don't really I don't I, I look for Kaylen probably has some pretty I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but he was a pretty efficient guard. Like he was, yeah. oh, he, like, was, he was efficient. Right. He was Rocket, efficient as Rocket, well, but, Rocket will never be efficient, like ever. It's not gonna happen. Like, yeah, I think I think ideally, Ann talked about it. I wanted, like, for me, what made sense, like, was him a six man just coming off the bench and just being able to shoot fifteen times off the bench, right? Where you have the whole bench unit catered God, towards him. I don't even think I don't even think the guy got a chance. Like, you you got to take with Rocket. You got to take the good with the bad. He's that yeah. type of player. You got to let him go. I I oh, I never let This is the thing, though. Like. Rocket would have been perfect on a team where we have enough talent where he could come off the bench or he could be in a position where he could just gun and just do what he does. But unfortunately, so Carter, we were caught in a situation. Like, we were caught in a situation this year. Right, we had Foster Lawyer and Thomas Kithier. Are you saying you guys have a talent game. situation? What do you say? Then why? Why? why, why uh, okay, you say that you say that Rocket wasn't a fit. Why are Thomas Kithier and Foster Lawyer a fit then? They're not. Are like all they're of not. these dudes not a fit? <laughs> they're they're, they're not. Who's the, pro- who's the pro? Who's the problem? Is Tom Izzo is the problem? Why is he recruiting I say these dudes? I yes, say it's yes 50, that is it's that 60. is a re- that is a reflection on Tom Izzo, and that is bad yeah. It's a fifty-fifty thing, right? It's Rocket probably 50, 50. shouldn't have. Com- <laughs> it's Rocket probably shouldn't have came to Michigan State, and Tom Izzo probably shouldn't have offered him. Right? Like it's right. a. 50. No, it's it it is bad on Izzo. Like I'm not here. I'm not gonna cake for Izzo and everything he does. I got a whole list and a whole iPhone notes app full of reasons why I'm pissed at Tom Izzo. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is, he gets it done at the end of the day. Like we got banners. We're doing what we need to do. Was this year a down year? Hell yeah! It was the worst year of all time. This shit was ass. But <laughs> like, like it is what it is. Like, what did we? I mean, like it. It's it's the fact of the matter that we graduate one of the great point guards in Cassius Winston, and you have nothing coming in, and you have Foster Lawyer as who we got to throw out there. Like we were done from the beginning. Twenty AO man, twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen's recruiting class 
doom this team. Doom this Fact. roster, bro. Fact. Absolutely. We didn't recruit any point guards, right? And, that, like, and, and the thing is, though, that's not all just an implication on Izzo. Yes, it is an implication on Izzo because he's the head coach, but also it points to the fact that we got a staff that I think needs shuffling and needs to be redone. Who's, yep. No, but that that's Izzo's fault, too. Everything goes back to Izzo. Who's 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 in control here? Okay, but Lee, he Lee, put that stuff. What are you what are you trying to say right now? Like we need to get rid of Izzo. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. When a coach like has this type of success, right? After a while, you see things are getting kind of stale. You got to switch it up. You got to make some changes. You got to you can't just stick to something to and you. hope that things work out. You gotta you you have to end some friendships, honestly, because that's what that is what JB did. Pretty much, I mean, yeah. like he, he pretty much let go some dudes that he's been around for 10, 15 years, and he went a completely different direction. And then, as soon as they made that switch, all of a sudden, Michigan basketball jumped yeah. several tiers, like several tiers. That's one hundred percent. That's, 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 that's an issue. issue. But I use this analogy: You ever try to tell like your grandma, or grandpa to change their ways, and they just don't do it? That oh, was John Beeline for a long time until he was, was pretty much forced his hand. It was. Carter, Carter, if I'm paying the bills, my grandma's going to change her ways. I don't care. I'm paying the bills now. You're too old to work now. So it's not a retirement job. This is Michigan State. You guys are a big-time program. Yeah, you can't I'll just have coaches there like that are not adapting and moving with the times. When it came to Rocket, I, I felt this way about the summer. Maybe maybe Carter did too, and I must you guys. The amount of times that Tom has spent this summer pumping Foster Lawyer up to the moon, <laughs> like it was like it was fucking GameStop. No, but he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He wasn't pumping up. He was lying. He was straight up lying. <laughs> Call it what it is. He was like, lying. It was like GameStop stock this summer in Wall Street, man. Like he was pumping what? this dude up to who no is he? Akil, who was he pumping up? Foster. Foster. That was because four. But that it. was four. Foster. That was I know, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But then this is my point that comes back to Rocket. Like, Rocket was going to be our starting point guard no matter what. Like, that was the plan. But for you to not say a peep about him who's making a whole position change in a COVID summer where you can't really play basketball, like, no quote saying, you know what, Rocket's our guy, we gotta ride with him, yada, yada. Like, nothing like that, but just to still pump up the Foster lawyer stock on Wall Street is crazy to me. I, I don't know if anyone's I do think that there was, there was a lot of there was a lot of there was a lot of collateral damage from all that media stuff with Foster. And I don't think it was something where I don't think it was something where Izzo thought that would happen, but he was focused on making sure Foster was good mentally, not mm-hmm. realizing what damage that could yep. do to everybody else on that team. You know what I mean? I think he had good intentions, but the but the result wasn't necessarily what he wanted. Now, I kind of want to go back to something. Um, people need to understand that, like, not everybody can play for Michigan State. Like, that's point blank period. Yep. And it has it has come down to it's almost like a fraternity. And then once you've gone through the trials and tribulations. Once you've gone through the bullshit, you fucking come out as a you come out beautiful, right? Yeah. But yep. who's gonna last through all that bullshit? Not everybody can. You could be the most talented cat in the in the entire group, but you just can't Not get through that part. piece. 
Yeah, it's it's a lot of mental. I don't want to say it's mental abuse. I really don't. But I, <laughs> I mean, come on, Akil, I mean, you you want to say? It. Come on. But uh, but damn, that's a he. It's a pretty close line that he's towing there, right? It's like a yeah, pretty yes. close line. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Um, and once again, Izzo's Izzo's made for this. He's the only coach that'll be able to do this in probably college basketball because it's him. You're not gonna, like Carter says. You're not going to tell him how to change his voice. He's been doing that shit for 20 years. But then my pushback is, at least for me as a basketball player, I would much rather play for a dude like Juwan Howard or Jay Wright than fucking Tom Izzo. Thank That's you. just me. I mentally don't want to get screamed at every single fucking day of my life. I don't want to do that. Damn, I don't want to do that. Soft man. I know. I know. I know the. I know the styles. But some people need that. To get to right, that yeah. level. Yeah. And but, but, but again, some Come people on, are made for it, right? Like Draymond Green. Draymond Green, he loved it. Yeah. He loved it. Um he's, once he's again. From a different because, because because of where he was from and because yeah. of the And then Miles Bridges, he was cool with it too. Cash, he was cool with it too. Like XT, he's cool with it. It's not gonna work for everybody. And that's cool. But my thing is, you have to know what you're getting yourself into into coming to Michigan State. Like, you just have to. You'll get screamed at. You'll get abused mentally at time to time if you mess up. Like, that'll happen. You just have to know going in. And and that's just kind of what it is. Great. Yeah, gr- yeah great point, Aaron. Like, the kids, you can't find kids that have that sort of mental mentality, that sort of mental mentality that has that, you know, that has that, that can take their emotions and take it out and then let someone to basically chew you out. Every practice, every yeah. day. Like, that's okay. a lot. And, yeah, and getting chewed out is something point, everybody yeah. does. Like, everybody gets chewed out. Yes. But my line is physically getting held back by players on your home team. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's the line where it's like, eh, that's, that might be a little too much. But it happens like, more often than just, like, yeah, occasional 100%. Yeah. But I actually I was thinking about this. Is... I don't know if this point's been made yet, but I feel like without – I mean, obviously the successes aren't there on Harbaugh's side, but I feel like there's a lot of similarities right now between the way Harbaugh's handling the football program in Michigan and Izzo's handling the basketball oh, program. No. Hey, Aaron, you got to drop your location, bro. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, listen, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to find you right now, out. man. Nah, you, 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 you can't compare football and refusing to, They're refusing to adapt. Yeah. Um, Mike, what do you got for me? I'm on, I kind of want so Ant kind of previewed this a little bit regarding Coach Beeline of how he yeah. had to change. And when he got rid of, like, I mean, he brought Bakari, obviously Coach Meyer, whatnot, and Coach Jordan. Like, yep. I know this, like, firsthand off bit right here. Yep. Trey would be struggling with Beeline because of, like, talking it like of, like, the verbiage and stuff like that. And, like, Laval was Trey's guy. Laval was Trey's guy. And so Trey would always have to depend on him to be like, hey, listen, like, this is what kind of hit where he was going. He's like, I thought we talked about that defensive coverage. And he would, like, change it a certain – like, Beeline would, like, say it, say it in different terms, but meaning the same things. And, like, some people, like, couldn't adjust to Coach Beeline. But that's why you have staff members who can be able to adapt to all coaches. And I think Carter, what Lee and I actually agree upon – This is what I – what you and I asked upon, like, last week. Carter, like, this is why I asked about Coach Drew Valentine. Like, make the move. Get him here. Get him here. You have to change. Hey, Carter, listen. Carter, I know you were at his wedding. What what can you do for me, man? What can you do for me, bro? I know you have money. 
Bro, this is what I'm telling you. It's not happening. Like, the timelines don't line up. Like, if we want yeah, if not, we wanted Drew that bad. He loves where he's at. Bad, his brother's right. there. Yeah, right. If, I mean, he, he does. If, yeah. if we wanted him that bad, like... And what happened three years ago, ago, right? Ago. Yep. And, like, I don't want to be the person to pull the... Like, I'm pretty solid friends with Drew, and I, I'm not sure. confident. I'm not confident, like, with that happening. Like, he's happy in this situation. He's happy. With, and to be honest, it's going to take a lot for him to even leave, I think, Porter's staffs, because if Porter gets a bigger job, then he's for sure taking Drew with he's him. He's going to take him. Or oh, he might get the head job. Yeah, and Carter. I can piggyback off what he says, because I went to school with Drew. And I'm and I'm and like I said, I know Drew. You a sex, I know, you, I know wait, you a sexton boy? He's fine where you he a sexton boy? He's fine where he is. Excuse me. Are you a sexton man? No, 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 no. I went to college with him. Oh, you oh, you're Oakland, an Oakland okay. guy. You're a Golden yeah, Grizz, huh? Like one class together. Oh, yeah, yeah me, Cushenberry, Reggie, uh, you know, Re- Reggie Hamilton, all those guys. Like, okay, I know all sure. those guys. So he's fine where he is. Like I said, his brother's great. His brother's doing well in Chicago. He probably, like I said, wherever his head coach go, that's where. That's where probably he's going to go. I've, I've felt this way, too, and Carter Carter kind of agrees, and he kind of confirmed my point. I think he's in such a good spot with Porter. Like He is. He's in such a great spot, man. Wherever Porter goes, he's probably going to end up being that head assistant coach, right? Like, that'll probably be the play. Um, or he'll just keep moving up the train with Loyola if, if he ends up, if Porter ends up staying. But... It's gonna be a lot to get him to come back to East Lansing, right? That's it's that ship's kind of sailed. If that was supposed to happen, that was supposed to happen three years. Yeah, I rather yeah. not be. I rather not be delusional about it. It it's it's not. It's just not. I mean, Carter, <laughs> Carter. In theory, it's really nice. Like in theory, it's great. But yeah, I don't know how he feels about how the reason why they didn't take him. Like I'm not sure how he feels about it because obviously he's from Lansing, and the fit was perfect because I'm pretty I, sure he I was just, bridging I just the gap. Think- Sorry, yeah. I just think at the time there wasn't really an opening on the staff. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Okay. Like I really I think you. that was the I really think that was the only reason. Yeah, and- there's never been an opening on staff. Like when is <laughs> and this is and Mike can make the point about Fife, but when if Fife Stevens and Garland's not going to get a head coach job? Let's be honest. But who wants Pfeiffer Stevens to coach their basketball team? As There's a couple of people college. that definitely wanted Stevens on their staff. I'm not saying they want him to coach, but they definitely want a Stevens. As like a head assistant, right? But like, why would why would he take a stop a step down as a head assistant from Michigan State to whatever other sport? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, the, the The only thing I can see them do is leaving is like obviously they're not going to leave, so like we're going to have to push them out the door, or they might have to get eventually the old yeller treatment, and we just got to cut ties. Like that's the only reason. That's the only way they're leaving yeah. at this point. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow evening, about midnight, it is not going to be out of the realm to say that Michigan has surpassed Michigan State the last ten years as a basketball program. If Michigan goes to the Final Four, there's stats that back that up, and that doesn't sit well with Izzo. And if yeah, I'm I mean, him, I make changes. You have to make changes and evolve. Like. I actually think they're going to be really good. Like, I'm scared of them next year. I think they're going to be really good I mean, if he evolves. Yeah, but I it, mean. It is the facts are there now. Oh, no, no, you're good, Reed. I think you and I are on the same page. Like, tomorrow, <laughs> if Juwan takes them to a Final Four, it, it, it's clearly we're the better basketball program the last 10 years. And that's and, 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 who. And Lee has basically hit on the head. This is house money, man. This is house yeah. money. Like, we're yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd say money. already, I'd say already you guys were away better basketball program these past 10 years, right? Like, I think okay, that's... Speaking for that's himself, been... by the way. I just want hey. to point that out. Don't <laughs> Carter's, do that. Carter's do on the... Do not group... 
<laughs> I want to say way better. I want to say way better. I just think I'll bring the numbers tomorrow. I'll bring the numbers. I'll just because I'll, I'll be at the Mike. Game. Mike, this is the thing. No, I don't give a shit it. about the numbers. I I will not admit it. I don't care if it is true. <laughs> All right, brother. That's cool. I got There's you. There'll be a lot of film watching <laughs> Ten, watching what watching what Juwan does. Like I said, Juwan's making sure every Big Ten team is down. Every team. Because of how he plays and how he recruits. When you have a guy in the NBA point guard, Howard Isley, on your staff, that's a connection to Detroit. He already has that locked up. Has the Big East locked up, Boston, Massachusetts with Phil. And then Juwan, you know, has his ties with Chicago. That's a lot, man. You can't match that. You have to be able to adapt, and there and teams will probably adapt at some point. I mean, I'm curious what Carter and Akil think of this, but like, do you, if let's just say we win tomorrow night and get to the Final Four, do mm-hmm. you do you think <laughs> that do you think that Jawan has like cemented himself pretty much above Izzo for recruiting in the state and general area? I'll say this That's about tough, yeah. I'll say this about Jawan. Um, we talked about Rocket being a volume shooter. Juwan's a volume shooter. Like, he will shoot for anybody whatsoever when it comes to recruiting. We saw it this year already, this past summer. Like, he'll shoot. He'll shoot a shot with anybody, see what happens, right? See how it works. Um, it so, doesn't hurt that your kids have ties to them, too. Yeah. And, I'll, and I will say this. I will say this about recruiting, too. Juwan has a one thing of, I was an assistant coach for one Eric Spolstra, who's maybe a top three NBA coach in the NBA mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And then also it's a lot easier for Jawan to walk into certain areas to recruit than Tom Izzo. And that's, yeah. that's just, that's just a fact. Like hey, Tom Izzo's good in the hood. <laughs> for sure he is. For sure he is. Izzo, like that's the one thing, like, all right, Cassius went to the greatest high school in the state of Boss. Michigan, University of Detroit, Jesuit High School and Academy. Um, but Izzo and them, like, they were at every summer practice, every, like, fall game, et cetera. Like, he – they are solid in the D, no question about it. Oh, yeah, they are. Izzo, they are. Izzo will never lose that. I don't want to put that out there. But Jawan yeah. doesn't care. If you're in Montgomery, Mon- you don't care. We're going to go straight up against you. Oh, you're thinking about Kentucky? Yes, all right, why don't you come over here, especially after – like, I mean, man, I'm just – I think the national level, the national landscape is going to change and the narrative is going to change if Jawan handles business tomorrow. Truly, and I, I'm excited. This, we're on a free roll right now. We, we're, yes, we're betting a million on how, yeah, it's free roll. We're on a super free roll, so we're good. I swear to God, man, y'all better be UCLA, man, because I can't fucking take it, man. <laughs> it's okay. I, I, mean, I, I, I know we state fans are like, oh, man, to you know, yeah. man. Hey, I was at work and I missed uh, the first like 50 minutes. Where'd you guys say that Watts uh, is going to go? Maybe Florida Any State and Louisville are like the two leaders. They said Florida State, Louisville would not be surprised if Alabama. Uh, I guess ACC. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Thanks, guys. You're no problem. Is any other Big Ten team? Do you think he'll go to another Big Ten? He's, he's not a Big Ten guard. Okay. He could go to Nebraska and gun if he wanted to. Oh. <laughs> Fred, Hoiberg would, Fred Hoiberg would love that. Um, yeah, but the weed's trash in Nebraska, so he probably's not going there. <laughs> honest question for you, Carter. Real quick, Anna Keel. Did Michigan State have the worst point guard situation in the conference this year? I might have the worst point guard situation in the country. In the country, <laughs> yeah, the conference. And 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 that right there is unacceptable. And I and I think I made the correlation here. Somebody talked about the Harbaugh situation. It's not the Harbaugh situation. It's the Michigan quarterback situation and the Michigan State point guard situation are hand in hand. And the failure to not have somebody ready to go 
on both sides he, for both seasons is ridiculous. It's and a failure. He, and he learned from that this summer, right? So I'll give him props. He learned from that. He attacked for Tyson Walker, Walker and he got it. Like, he learned. Um, but to go into next year without hitting the transfer market, and he saw how hard um, Juwan hit the transfer market, too. Uh, Chandy, he it. Yeah. Mike Smith, exactly. Like, he was just like, hey, I guess this is something I got to do. Um, I think especially now, you have to hit the transfer market as hard as you hit recruiting. Like, maybe even harder, right? Because guys will be leaving left and right. Um, and that's the thing. College basketball is a business. People don't want to talk about it that way. Um, but it is a business. And if it doesn't work out for both sides, you can quote-unquote get fired. Like, that can absolutely happen. So you have to treat it as a business. You have to constantly be recruiting, transfer portals, and everything else. Um, so, yeah. I'm I'm with that, Mike. The extra year is also going to change the dynamic in the landscape for the next couple Absolutely. of years. Absolutely, yeah. A lot of kids who weren't going second round are definitely going to stay. Exactly. I'm DM. I'm DMing Ant to see if he lost. Uh, audio again. He did. He lost audio. I'm here, Doc. Oh, he's been. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, just chilling, listening, man. eating my uh, Starbucks. Can I say, wait, can, can I can I say one more thing about the the recruiting thing with Juwan? Yeah. Go. I, so so Mike, I, I'm not sure who asked the question or who said it. Like Juwan, as far as being a more of a threat in recruiting, did you say that it was in state and like nationally? Because I would, I would say he scares me nationally, but yeah. as far as like in-state recruiting, I don't think he's really beat us out yet. For no, that's no, why I was, curious, that's why I was curious to hear yeah, it from your guys' perspective. Ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah not I mean, Carter, I'm scared yeah. of Izzo. You know yeah. that from the jump. I yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not delusional enough to not state the fact that like Jawan, like as a coach. Like and as a recruiter, scares the shit out of me moving Absol- forward. Absolutely, and that and that hurts me to say as a Michigan State fan, and even hurts me to say as a Michigan State fan that I would love to play for Juwan. And oh, Juwan would be an elite coach to play right. for. Like he's a player's coach. Like and, I'm, and, and I'm pissed that Ant's like I'm, right, I'm pissed that Ant's recording this because this is going to be on file. So maybe you can cut this Ant. That'd be great. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like yeah, like at, moving forward, like as a re- recruiter and a coach, he scares the hell out of me. And, you know, the only thing I can really hope for is he wants to make that NBA coaching jump a little early and move on because. Yeah, that's 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 my big hope here, too. Right. Because I don't think he wants to be the college. But then again, he's not going to. But then again, he's not going to do that because he's got a son. Coming I was going to say, there. I feel like he's got, four to he got four exactly. years, right? he's got four four at least four to five years. Exactly. He's got five years before that yeah, NBA move yeah, happens. Years, he's yeah. got five years. Right. But it's, um, it's, it's going to be fun, though, these next couple years, though, because I think the talent. In the in-state, like Rob is really gonna match up well. I, um, I tweeted like, this, and it. and the MSU fans weren't a fan of the tweet, but I mean, Carter, I don't know how you feel about this, but like at least if you put right now in a vacuum this year, these past couple years, like this year especially, like Juwan's been a top ten coach in the country. Like this year by itself, he's easily a top five coach, right? Like I can't name eight other coaches. Like I don't, I could not name four better coaches than Juwan Howard this year. Like I just couldn't do it. So are, you that, about and, just, are you talking about just this year? Just like this year in a vacuum. Like, just this year in a vacuum. Yeah, I mean, this year. 100%, right? So that's that's a lot of good things to work on. So, like, you add in recruiting, 
um, and all that. It's it's just scary to deal with them. No, oh, I think the rivalry is going to be very. I mean, you can make the argument the rivalry between MSU and Michigan has been better than the Duke UNC rivalry. It has been for the last like decade. I mean, I really don't think that's that crazy of a, a take. Here's where I'm at, man. So we talk about you know who's going to own the state in recruiting. I don't think Jawan gives a shit about owning the state because he's going to recruit on such a level nationally (laughs) where it doesn't really matter. So if there's a player good enough in Michigan, he's going to try to get him. Someone like Ty Rogers in 2022. But he's not going to be hell-bent on getting a dude who's top 150 when he could just go to Florida and get a top 50 player. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I, I'm with that, right? He he has a prep school connection thing, right? So mm-hmm. he's gonna he's going after Montverde. He's gonna go after Sierra Canyon. He's gonna go after WCAC IMG. team takeover. He's gonna go after IMG. He's gonna go after right, all but of those. but in a but in a down yep. Michigan State year where we got to find things to nitpick and get small wins, we are gonna take this small win that we are better at in state recruiting. So that's all I'm gonna say. That's fair. That's facts. Small that's facts. wins. Small wins are wins, Dan. You guys mentioned uh, like people staying who aren't going to get drafted in like that second round of the NBA. Is there anybody in particular in Big Ten or even just for Michigan or Michigan State that you guys think are definitely? I mean, Michigan well, State has. I mean, Aaron Henry. Issue. Yeah, Aaron Henry's out of here. Um, he'll he has be, to be man. He, he'll yeah. be a fringe first round or early second round kind of guy. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the only guy we got going to the league. I mean, if you look at Michigan, I mean, Brooks or Smith staying makes sense to me just because you only have like Frankie Collins coming in and then Zeb back there. Um, if, if Michigan has Mike Smith and Chandy stay, they're the scariest yeah, team in the, they're the scariest exactly. team in the country yeah. to me. Hands down. They're the yeah. scariest team in the country to me. Here's what's wild. Talk about Here's what's wild though. If Marcus Carr says he wants to come to Michigan, there you go. Someone's gonna move. <laughs> yeah. Good night. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you love Mike Smith, but Marcus Carr is Marcus Carr. So absolutely, I think I think Jawan will always want to upgrade every position, like every I, single one. I think I think Jawan gets that as a business decision, right? Like it is no feelings hurt. It's just that some guys are better than some other people. It's so Marcus if you could Carr. get Marcus Carr <laughs> instead of fucking Mike Smith. Mike Smith, thank you so much for everything you did this year, but you're out of here. Like that's 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 kind of what there is. And I think that's, Mike would actually be respected respectable of that because he gave him a shot to come here. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It's it's it, a it's mutual it's mutually exclusive, right? Like they can choose to leave, they can choose to not give him, right? Like that's that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. That, that's why tomorrow night is so important. I know folks are like, man, we're just I agree. Once again, we're on a free roll. But it's very simple to have conversations with folks once the like the final four is, a, is just another level of a. It is another level. You're right. And to be able to put that like on your college resume, like Eli, like I mean, Juwan even said it from the jump and Martelli, like they say Eli is the most important player at Michigan basketball right now. And would they love to have him another year? For sure. Those are different conversations. But, man, you make it to the final four. You can have a different conversation with somebody about like, man. This is great. We did this together. We can keep this going. Like we'll always have this moment, right? And, and, and if and if y'all don't win, the agenda will be fired up by Michigan State fans because we both yes, lose sir. to UCLA and we both went one and one on this year. And the agendas will be firing off. I'm telling you, left come right. through. Not saying it's from me. 
but I'm yes, saying sir. the agenda will be exactly fine. come through. <laughs> come through is is Aubrey say come through, Carter. It's, sm- it's smoke for smoke season, you know. You know what it is. Smoke for everybody. Oh, um, Josh, real quick, you asked a question about the Big Ten. I think. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was just asking about uh, what what people you guys think might stay that uh, that uh, would want I, to for that extra. I think year. Mike. I think Mike Woodson, not the extra year, but like somebody who would be a fringe second rounder. I think Mike Woodson and Bad Mata need to have a serious conversation with Trace Jackson Davis and show him some Julius Randle tape of like, hey, bro, you you you're not this yet. Um, very simple, like in That's my opinion, point. like very serious yeah. explosiveness. Like he needs to come back. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people in Indiana talking that, and you know, there's talk about Mike Lewis. He's an assistant coach at uh, UCLA right now. Um, former IU player, former Butler coach. Uh, they're staying five conversations. Like they're thinking about bringing like all IU staff and Bad Mata's being the senior associate uh, athletic director, kind of looking over that. Yeah. That'll be interesting for us to talk they about get- that later. If they get Fife, would not be surprised if Fletcher opens it back up. One hundred percent. That's a great mm, touche. If, no, touche. not because he's already going to Purdue. He's already signed. But if Fife, you know, ships it over to Indiana and tries to join a Mike Woodson, would not be surprised if he opens it back up. Do you guys know why uh, Fletcher didn't go to where or to go to state in the first place? Why did he pick Purdue? I and do you know that? Because I don't know. I never had the chance. That was an Fletcher. interesting thing. No one. Why no Fletcher picked Why Purdue? Why did he pick Purdue? Why? I mean, yeah. look at Dakota Mathias. Look at, like, like they have a 6'5 shooter, like, every year. Yeah, they do. And that's I'll him. see these guys. Too. And, you know, Painter, all he has to say is, like, why, Walker? Why? You've been <laughs> doing this whole time. <laughs> so, look. So, you're talking about... You're talking about Painter calls Fletcher like, hey, I need someone to come in, shoot seven and nine threes a game. That's easy. Send him Dakota Matthias film. Um, the other dude, I think his name is like Ryan some, something. Yeah, and then also um, um, Eifert's brother, his take too. Yeah, so like all that. I mean, like they're going to need a dude like that. Six five long and all that. Are you guys insinuating that you can see Fife go to Indiana to assist? That's what somebody said. I said I wouldn't be surprised if Fletcher opens it back up. I'm not sure if you do that, but you know, I think um I think like I said, I think if Foster leaves, I think, you know, wouldn't be surprised if all of them just basically just jump ship. And, and there's serious conversations about Fife coming down and being, and it, which is interesting, I'm sure the Michigan State people that we're talking to would be okay with this, is that there's serious conversations about Fife being uh, Woodson's number one and then being named the coach in waiting, almost like some must champ type shit with Mac Brown. Has, uh, has Foster even opened it up yet? No, no, no not yet. No. Fletcher and Foster. No. We don't want to mix names up. So. If Indiana wants, we'll package Kithier and Foster Stop. with Fife and send it as a, send it as a Clarkson care yes. package to the Hoosiers. Right. Can take it. <laughs> hey, yeah. It's like the take care package, except except it's all of our Clarkson connections. Except it's, except it's all our or, except, or send, uh, except it's just all our mid just packaged. Up. And you can send Gabe Brown too, since you guys don't know how to use him. Who? I'm just player. Gabe Brown? <laughs> nah, Gabe Brown's my guy. I'm still on the Gabe <laughs> Brown train. I'm oh, still oh, oh, oh. on that train, man. He could be good if Thomas actually cared about playing him. Anyone who watches basketball is on the Gabe Brown train. He could be very good. 
Is well, uh, can somebody is Hauser a senior? He is a junior. No, he'll have like three. Yeah, more yeah. I was gonna say he has a lot of. Okay, I was gonna say yeah, because he's he's definitely gonna be back. A, a lot of my buddies who go to Michigan State did not like him this year, though. Because <laughs> he didn't play. Hyped up. Everyone was hyped. They up. thought he was the he second coming of God. He's the next white mom. Well, this is in a fair world. If he played next to a really good point guard, he'd probably look phenomenal. Like if he played with an actual point, or he could probably do yeah. like a Goins role. I mean, he'd be our best pick and pop big Tom as I've ever had, probably. He's we, so good. I'm still on the Hauser train, bro. Yeah, like, he's good. and if he's he good. had, if if Michigan State got to, if that, I don't even know why it didn't happen, but 2019, if we could play Joey Hauser as a starting four, nothing. It's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah, you got you got boned out enough. Congratulations. It's it's like I mean you're playing Cassius, Matt McQuaid, Aaron Henry, Joey Hauser, and Xavier Tillman. Like yeah. it's a yeah. done game, ball game. <laughs> a Cassius Joey Hauser pick and pop is a death for any defense in college basketball. It's it is rap. what it is. It's, it's a wrap. Like not playing game. next to a traditional point guard hurt him. Like he's a play finisher. He's not a playmaker. So you're asking him to create offense that he just doesn't do. Like it's not his job to create offense. People create offense for him, and then he finishes plays. So he's just playing out of a role. Um, so when he gets a better point guard next year, hopefully things look a lot better for him. Uh, another – well, speaking of big man pick and pop, and another question I wanted to ask you was uh, if Hunter Dickinson does stay, do we see him kind of maybe stretch it out a little bit more uh, to the three-point line? Because I know you've you've talked about that a lot, like in his uh, in that YouTube video you did on him, and then you've tweeted a couple of times, like, wait until people f- uh, find out that Dickinson can shoot. Uh, do you think he? He can shoot, but he hasn't really like had to had to shoot this year. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's in his arsenal. I think the one thing that he needs to work on is going over his left shoulder. He he mainly goes to his right all the time. Right shoulder means he's finishing with his with his left. So he needs to start going over his left shoulder to finish with his right as a counter. Um, and then of course, yeah, like space out to be able to hit that hit that jump shot, but he hasn't needed to this year because he I just think, eats down I mean, You saw Teske start doing it a lot more. I mean, not very efficiently in his in his senior year, but, I yeah. mean, always having a big man who can shoot like that, I feel like a just special? adds to Well, your... Teske also didn't have the post game that Hunter did. That Hunter so, has had okay, since yeah, day true. one, yeah. So, yeah. like, he's had to find more ways to score the ball, not as a counter, but just to, like, give the offense something. I, I think Juwan something that'd be really cool. We've talked about it before, and but um, especially when you watch Loyola Chicago games, and the NBA is super high on DHLs and all DHL actions. If you start to add that into the Hunter Dickinson bag, where where you're running DHLs with him and doing all that stuff, that's that's a pretty deep bag to get into for the Hunter game. So pretty if that's if that's yeah. something that happens this summer. Um, where you're running handoffs with him on the three point line and all that. That's 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 just another trick in the toolbox, right? So that's I, that's I, mean, I, was only, I was kind of thinking about it for that, I guess, too. But also, just I mean, when you have somebody like Houston coming in and all these other big guys who are going to be able to just attack the basket, having you know Dickinson be able to just step out to the three point line and unclog that you know middle lane a little bit at least. I I thought would maybe yeah for sure.
I think they kept it real simple for him, especially for him being a freshman. They just wanted him to do certain things. I think they'll probably turn the page um, in the in the summer and try to um, flourish in that playbook more. Facts. So we got some games tonight. I'm not sure if I'm gonna do a watch party to just like chill, hang out, and watch. But um, thank you guys for coming on. We talked about Giles Jackson in the first part. Second part was mainly about Rocket, and then we we got into the Michigan, Michigan State, where where guys are and all that stuff. So I appreciate you guys coming on, man. This is always an open forum for everyone. We got your super super dope, super dope app. Tell your friends, get them on here too. Um, uh, enjoy the rest of your af- afternoon and get ready for the games. Uh, should be some good ones on tonight. So I'll see you guys, man. All right, guys, that'll be easy. All right.